You are listening to the Murray Hills Church Podcast. To learn more about Murray Hills Church, including our gathering times and how to connect with us, visit us online at murrayhills.com. to children's ministry, you can go ahead and open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. If you're joining us for the first time at Murray Hills today, we are in a study called A Different Kind of Kingdom, and it's a study of the Sermon on the Mount. We just finished the fifth chapter, and now we're moving into the sixth chapter. We're going to be uh, verses 1 through 18 today, and this is the part of the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus stops preaching and starts meddling. So... Uh, I'm calling this one Humility, and we'll read the text, and let's talk about it. Beginning in verse 1. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they love to disfigure their faces to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. I take issue with everything Jesus says there. (laughs) Except the prayer. Like the prayer's okay. I'm fine with the prayer. But everything else Jesus says in this teaching is completely impractical. I mean, seriously, how, how in the world are you supposed to build your church's brand if you don't share all the good stuff that the church is doing. I mean, how in the world are you supposed to get followers for a church if on your social media pages you don't talk about how much you're giving and how many people you're serving and how much you're helping? I mean, come right? This, I mean, as a, as a pastor, how in the world am I supposed to get a following if I don't share all the good stuff I'm doing to the community? If I don't share pictures of me speaking in front of big crowds or speaking at some conference or if I don't share pictures of me with other famous pastors. I mean, come on, how in the world am I going to build my platform? And us as Christians, this is complete. I mean, as Christians, what's the purpose of giving to the needy if nobody knows about it? I mean, come on, what's the, I mean, what's the purpose of fasting? Who wants to fast if nobody knows you're fasting? Who wants to engage in spiritual disciplines if nobody knows that you are being disciplined spiritually? I mean, this is, it's completely impractical. It goes against 
every church conference I've been a part of. It goes against every book on strategic leadership I've read about, every pastor that I've followed on social media. This completely goes against it. The stuff that gets shared, the stuff that people like, the stuff that makes people feel good is the stuff Jesus told us not to post. And I know he's not talking about social media, but I'm just trying to bring it in the 21st century. And I, I love Jesus, but he would not make a very good pastor in today's age. I mean, I, I mean, really, I mean, there's no way, there's no way he's going to get a bunch of friends on Facebook. He's not building a huge Facebook following. There's no way he gets a blue check mark, and he would get eaten alive on Twitter. Now, some of you laughing, and I appreciate that because you know I'm being facetious. Others are kind of like, oh, what's he saying here? It's kind of hard to tell sometimes, okay? So I want to make it very clear I'm, I'm being facetious. But as I reflected on this passage this week, I tried to imagine Jesus as a lead pastor who just hired a church consultant or who just attended the latest church growth conference or who, who just read the latest book on church growth. And they would tell him he's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they would tell him, that's no way to grow a church. You don't grow a church by doing all your good stuff in secret. I mean, that, that's, not, that's no way to, to do this. I mean, you, and they're right. Honestly, they're right. That's not how you grow a church. It is how you grow a disciple. Because one of the defining characteristics of a Christian is humility. Someone who doesn't let their ego get in the way. Someone who doesn't do things just to be seen by others. Someone who does things because it's the right thing to do. And someone who does things not concerned about the temporary reward and the temporary praise, but concerned about the eternal reward and the eternal praise. So I want to break this passage down just a little bit further to kind of fully understand what Jesus is saying. And then we're going to talk about why this is so hard for us to do in the 21st century. And then we're going to talk about, okay, how we might be able to actually do what Jesus is calling us to do. Because the thing Jesus calls us to do here, I was being facetious at the beginning, but I wasn't kidding about I take issue with what he says here because this is really, really hard to do. I mean, this is... <laughs> What Jesus is asking us to do is tough. And he's taken on three categories of righteousness. Giving to the needy and prayer and, spirit, and spiritual disciplines or fasting. is a specific type of worship. So he's, he's taken on three categories of righteousness. And his target is still the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Because he said at the beginning of the sermon, your righteousness has to exceed that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. And they were using these they were using giving to the needy and prayer and that kind of stuff. They were misusing it to draw attention to themselves rather than draw attention to God. Or rather to, and so that, the primary target here is, is them. And so Jesus talks about when you give, don't announce it with trumpets. And I think that's a figure of speech. I don't think they actually were using trumpets to go out on the street corners and you know, blow the trumpet whenever they gave. But they were giving publicly in a way in which they wanted people to see what they were doing. They were making a big show out of it. And Jesus says... Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. In other words, do not call attention to your giving. This is really difficult because nonprofits want to call attention to your giving, right? I mean, like if you give to a nonprofit, they want to put your name on a plaque or they want to name a building after you and all that kind of stuff. So that's super hard. How do we not call attention to our giving when everybody wants to call our attention to our giving? But Jesus says, don't make a big show out of it. Just give in secret. Your father sees that and he'll reward. 
When he talks about praying, standing on the synagogues and the street corners to be seen by others or babbling like pagans, he's referencing some type of practice. And again, I don't know what this looked like because I wasn't alive at the time, but he's referencing some type of practice where the religious leaders made a show out of their worship. It was, it was clearly a performance more than just simply praying to their God. And Jesus says, no, go into your room. Some versions say go into your closet, but just go in private and pray to God. And you, it doesn't have to be long and repetitious, and you don't have to use all the these and thous and the right words. Just be simple and direct. God knows what you need, so ask for what you need. You don't have to go on and on. And I, you know, I don't think Jesus is condemning public prayer here. I don't think he's condemning long prayer here. It, it's more about what's the motive behind the prayer. What's the intent? Are you doing this to talk to God, or are you doing this to be seen by others and any of you who have ever led public prayer know that's kind of a tough line to walk sometimes because you want people when you're praying in front of people you want people to be like that was a good prayer <laughs> but it, so it's this, it's this real kind of our, our ego our, it starts getting in the way it just does every time and then Jesus talks about fasting something that we don't do much of anymore but he says when you fast not if you fast and he says, you know, they, they disfigure their faces like they want to show others they're fasting. They want to have some way to show others, you know, look how hard I'm trying to be, to be, to do something hard. And uh, Jesus said, you don't have to announce it. Just go about your regular life. Don't draw attention to yourself. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And as I kind of reflected on this passage this week, I think the main concern of Jesus centers around motive and self-glorification. And that's why I call it humility. That's the thing that I think ties all these passages together. Jesus is trying to encourage people to get their ego out of the way. And the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were very righteous, but they were also very proud about their righteousness. They also knew that they were righteous, and they made a show out of their righteousness. And Jesus said, no, 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 that's not the way. No, you got to get your ego out of the way and simply be humble. In order to be a citizen of a different kind of kingdom, you need to practice a different kind of righteousness. You need to practice a righteousness that is rooted in humility. Now that's the teaching. I mean, that's it. This, I, here's the, the difficulty with teaching the Sermon on the Mount. There's not a lot of the Sermon on the Mount. You're like, man, I really need a theologian to break this down for me. I really need a pastor to kind of break. I don't know what Jesus is talking about here. The do it in secret. What are you talking about, Jesus? I mean, what's the Greek word for that? It, we don't need that. I mean, it's like it's it's a very clear teaching. It it means what it says. I mean. You don't, you don't, there's not a lot of, you don't need a Bible commentary to figure this out or don't need to go to Bible school to figure this out. Um, we know what it means. Uh, let's talk about why it's so hard. I was thinking, um, the first thing I was thinking was I was going to show you one of those videos of people giving away money. Have you seen those on, on YouTube? Like they're all over the place. And it, like where they either... They're surprising somebody with money, like, watch me give $1,000 to this homeless person, or watch me pay for this meal for somebody, or watch me give a $1,000 tip to this waiter. You know, they're, they're like all of these videos, these viral videos of people doing something good for somebody else. And, and they, they'll do it, sometimes it's a celebrity that's doing it, or it's, you know, they're doing something good for somebody else, and they want everybody to see this. And they, I couldn't show you one of them, because they're all like eight or ten minutes. And uh, I couldn't find one that was short enough to show. But you know the general format of every single one of them. You can Google it when you get home if you want to, you know, giving away money or surprising someone with a free gift, that kind of thing. Uh, the general format is they're going to, you know, they're going to tell you what they're getting ready to do. And then they're going to have this hidden camera or they're filming it themselves. Or whatever. Sometimes it's not even a hidden camera. I'm like, wait a minute, how do, anyway, it's, a, it's a, like it was, it was very well produced sometimes. Sometimes it actually is just a cell phone. Somebody pulled it out and got a quick video. 
But uh, the things they share in common is they go viral. They have millions of views. And uh, we hit share. And I, I share them. We hit share. Because it's heartwarming and it's touching. Like when you see a story like that, this is the cynical part of me. Like when you see a story like that, the first thing is like, oh, man, that is so powerful. And then the second question I ask is, wait, what, how did they video that? Who's behind the video camera? Wait, how did they know that? Wait, what? A, whoa, wait a minute. You know, but I mean, that's we share those things because they're touching and we're like, this is good. Like social media is so negative and cynical all the time. Isn't it good to share good stuff? Isn't it good to feel good about giving people, giving to others and to see people getting something? And they're like, yes, it does. But how in the world do I fit it within what Jesus says? And I don't know that I know the answer to this because we struggle with this as a church because churches now have to have online platforms, right? We're online. we got online services. we got to have online social media platforms. And we want to share the good stuff we're doing because we want to celebrate it together as a church. But then, goodness, we don't want to take away our eternal reward either. And so, like, how do you, how do you reconcile that? How do you, uh, like, what if, if we give to something, you know, and I, you could see where it'd clearly be obviously wrong. Like if I wrote a check and, and took, a pic, you know, took a picture of it, like, look at this check I'm writing to this ministry. I am such a good giver. You know, like that would obviously be wrong. That's clear. But, but when it's a group of people that give to something and you're you, like, you want to let people know where their money went and you want to let them know something good happened and so you want to share it on social media, but then you don't. <sighs> That's the problem with following Jesus. He's, he's always getting us to question our motives and our intent, and that we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. We're still talking about why it's so hard. The other, the other kind of post I was thinking about, and I didn't want to look one of these up uh, because, because I could probably find one in my feed, was like the post where you announce you're doing something spiritual. You know what I mean? Like, you know, here's, you know, in my quiet time this morning, I was reflecting on blah, 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 you know, or, or I, was, I was reading a book this morning about, you know, fasting, and this is something that came up, or, um, well, you got to get creative on this. Sometimes on our posts, we got to get creative. Like, um, you know, I, I never thought giving up chocolate for Lent would be so hard, but it is so difficult. Y'all pray for me. Like that, I'm just kind of telling people I'm fasting, but it's a roundabout way. And I, I have this temptation with, with running. You know, like I, you go run, you feel good after. You're like, boy, it was hot. It was hot on the run today. Just because I want you to know I ran. You know, like so people go, hey, good job. Kudos to you. And we do that sometimes with fasting. Like we want people to know, oh, they're fasting. Oh, they got a daily quiet time. Oh, they're doing so. Or we announce it, just not on street corners, but we announce it. We say, hey, I'm going to take a little time off social media for a little while to focus on my faith. And my family. So if you need me, just text me. You know, as we, we, want, we want people to know. And, is it, you know, maybe they're like, yeah, we get a lot of requests through Facebook Messenger. I don't know. But, um, it, you know, we don't want to sound too prideful, so we're kind of careful how we announce it. And, and again, I'm like, but isn't that good? I mean, come on, that's good. Like, people need, like, wouldn't that encourage other people to have a quiet time if they knew you were having a quiet time? Or they, like, wouldn't that encourage other people to read this book if they knew you were doing that? Wouldn't that encourage other people to observe Lent if they knew that you were observing Lent? I mean, that would be a good thing. And again, it's this whole question of, but where's, where's the line? Like, whenever I read this text, and I know Jesus didn't preach this in an age in which everybody's carrying around cameras and and videos in their pockets you know like we, we can video anything and share anything jesus didn't share this in this age but every time i read this text i, I like want to go back through my social media pages and look and see what i've posted and go oh goodness you know i just like it, it makes me think of that 
And part of me wants to read this text and go, man, we got it so much harder than the first century church. Whew. Man, I mean, they didn't have that. Jesus teaching this, they didn't have that problem right there because they didn't carry around cameras in their pockets and they didn't have to worry about getting likes and followers and building platforms and building brands and identities and that kind of thing. And, and I catch myself when I say that and say, wait a minute, this ain't Facebook's fault. And this ain't Instagram's fault. And this ain't Twitter's fault. This is, this is not a social media problem because Jesus is talking about it 2,000 years before social media. What is this? This is a human problem. I mean, this is, this is just a human problem. We all, we all struggle with drawing the attention to ourselves. We all struggle with, with ego. We all struggle with pride. We all struggle with selfishness. I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a human problem. People have struggled with it since the beginning of time. Maybe we got a few more challenges today because we got the technology to do it in a more pronounced way. But they were doing it in the first century, too. They were just using street corners and synagogues. And we just use, you know, TikTok and Snapchat. <laughs> but, you know, that it was, it's just different platforms, same problem. So um, how do we follow this teaching and still live some type of normal life in the 21st century? Like, you know, how do we, how do we, how do, we do this in the right way? So uh, I got just three questions. That I want to ask you. Third's not really a question, to be honest. So I'll put, you can throw those up for me, Noah, if you don't mind. This is just something I want you to, like, when you think about, and this is not just for social media. I'm kind of thinking social media right now. I know not all of you have social media, and, and you're probably feeling prideful about that right now. Like, I thank goodness I don't have that problem. You know, I'm, no, I'm, I'm righteous. I don't have those platforms. Um, you don't need a social media account to be prideful. You don't, you, you don't, you know, it's, it, it, we do this in all sorts of different ways. And so this is just like before you share it, like let's say you give to the needy, give to some good cause, or let's say, you know, you, you're praying or you're worshiping or you're fasting or before you announce it, before you share it, just a couple of questions there and you can see them there. Number one is what's the intent? Like what, what am I trying to do with this with this post or why am i sharing this this viral video is it to draw attention to myself or is it to draw attention to others is it to glorify god or is it to glorify uh, myself because i really think in this teaching right here the main concern of jesus is intent or motive there's nothing wrong with giving to the needy obviously he's in, he's saying we're going to practice it. there's nothing wrong with prayer there's nothing wrong with fasting i don't even think there's anything wrong with somebody finding out about that for somebody to find out that you pray or to find out that you fast or to find out that you were a generous person. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. It's, it's the motive or the intent. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were doing it for show. They were doing it because it was all about them to draw the spotlight to themselves. And so that's the question we want to ask ourselves is what is my intent? Um, what, why am I doing this? Is this to be seen by others? Is, is this to get more likes, get more followers, is this to make people feel better, you know, am I sharing this because I want people to think I'm more spiritual or something, you know, what is this about, is this about me or is this about God, and then the second question is who's the star, and these, these kind of go very similar together, but who's the focus, you know, who, who's this poster video and highlighting, is Jesus the focus or am I the focus, and, um, and that's a fuzzy boundary sometimes, you know, am I, am I seeking to draw more attention to myself or am I seeking to draw more attention to Jesus, and I said there was three questions. I didn't put the third question up there because it's not really a question. It's just an observation. If you're struggling to answer those questions, like if you're hesitating and really having to think through it, there's your answer. So that's like, like if, you, if you're about to hit share and you're like, 
wait a minute, why am I doing this? Is this for me? Or, is it, or if you're about to, you know, you did something, and you're about to post it, you know, is this for me? Or is this about, like if you're struggling to really think through, I don't know what my intent is here. I think my intent may not be, there's your answer. Because usually when we pause like that, there, I mean, it may be a Holy Spirit pause, but we pause like that because we're being convicted that like, uh, you know, I'm not sure, maybe, maybe this is, uh, maybe I need to be quiet about this. Maybe I need to be, keep this, Secret. I mean, to not let the left hand know what the right hand's doing or something. So um, when we pause, we're usually trying to rationalize why it's okay. And so in those cases, we probably should just delete it and move on. So, um, <clears throat> and my guess is right now, I told you, I don't, I don't like this teaching. So um, <laughs> two reasons. One, I think some of you right now are probably mentally going back through your social media accounts going, I really wish I could pull out my phone right now, but that would be so obvious. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I'm just going to wait till I get home and I'll kind of look and see if I've done any of those posts because I don't want anybody to, to see that. But my, my greater fear is that you're going to be scrolling through my social media and you're going to be looking at the stuff that I've posted and sharing like, I can't believe he said that. Look what he's, he's not practicing what he preaches. If you're new here, uh, I got some bad news for you. I often don't practice what I preach. I, I, I'm not, I like it. you like, why do I want to come to this church? I'm just saying, following Jesus is not easy. And when I open up the text and try to go where it takes me, I go where it takes me. And it sometimes takes me to places that step on my toes. And then I look at it and go, man, that's, that's something I struggle with. And man, whew, that's something we struggle with um, as a church. And, and all of us, you know, we're just trying to, we're trying to follow Jesus to the best of our ability. And we, we can do it generally if we're having a pretty good day, but there's these things that get in the way, like our pride gets in the way every now and then, our ego gets in the way every now and then, our selfishness gets in the way every now and then, our self-righteousness gets in the way every now and then, our judgmental attitudes gets in the way every now and then. I mean, it's just, that's part of the human condition. And it's why, the more I study the Sermon on the Mount, the more I'm like, man, that's why we need the Holy Spirit. Uh, we need the Holy Spirit because we need to be able to discern some of this stuff, like when it comes to what we post or share, or how we practice our faith and how we practice our spirituality, because the defining characteristic, this is what all comes back to mean, the defining characteristic of a Christian should be humility. A, a Christian is not, not to be prideful. Now, we're going to be because we're human and we sin, but, but we should be, that should be the, the number one thing that people notice about Christians is like, man, they're just really humble. They just, there's a, there's a lot of humility there. Um, and the reason that that should be so important to us is because a wise man once said, for everyone who humbles himself will be exalted. And everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And that's, Jesus is saying the same thing here. Hey, if, if it's all about the show, if it's all about getting likes and followers, guess what? You'll get it, but that's all you'll get. Be focused on something more eternal than that. Let me pray for us. And I got just one or two announcements and we'll get out of here. Father, the, uh, once again, the <clears throat> simplicity of your words in the Sermon on the Mount strike us right between the eyes. And uh, it, it's humbling to read. And I know it was humbling to read even in the first century for those first disciples to to read that because it's just human nature we 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 want to i don't know we we want to draw attention to ourselves in many ways and it's just part of our human nature and um our, our i guess i should say our our sinful nature our fleshly nature
because you have come into our lives to give us a different way of living and a different way of thinking and a different way of acting. And so you've come in our lives to produce in us the, the fruits of the Spirit, the, the love and the joy and the peace and the patience and the kindness. And you've called us to be diff- citizens of a different kind of kingdom. And that's, that's very difficult for us because the, the, the popularity and the, the power and the prestige and all of the, of the other kingdoms in our world, they keep calling us back to them. And so I, I pray you keep helping us fight that fight. Help us to fight the good fight. Help us to make sure that you know, our motives and intents are in the right place, our hearts are in the right place. And we know that even when they're not, that you forgive us. And... Uh, you call us to forgive others. So help us to have grace uh, with our, each other in our church and help us have grace with people in our community because none of us are going to do this thing perfectly. So we thank you for this, this teaching today. I thank you for the time of worship we've had today as well. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, I pray these things. Amen. All right, where are we going next week? I haven't even looked. I've been in full-on graduation mode. Uh, Do not store up for yourself treasures in, on earth. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities is where we're going next week. And that's Senior Sunday, and that's perfect. Uh- if you are encouraged by today's talk, feel free to share it with your friends. Please also consider rating and subscribing on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more, please visit us online at murrayhills.com.